Coming up on Studios America, big show. Sarah Gonzalez has reaction to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict uh, and also tells us about her personal experience with Joe Biden's supply chain disaster. Jeff Fisher makes his last television appearance with a full head of hair. And of course, if you haven't heard, I'm in a merch war right now. This is the most important thing. I will emerge victorious with my arsenal of Nancy Pelosi sucks pens at my side. Get yours at nancypelosisuckspen.com. Use the code Stu20 for 20% off. All right, the big news of the day. The answers we've all been waiting for are finally here. So let's dive in right now and do the Rittenhouse verdict. Stu does America. What a day. What a day. I feel like I say that every single show these days. Uh, Big day in the news, of course. We've been talking about it for weeks. We've been keeping you up to date on every little twist and turn as the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial went on. Today, we're all sitting around thinking we're doing a totally different show. And then suddenly we get word that coming down the pike is, yes, the verdict. Here is how it went today as the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict was read. State of Wisconsin versus Kyle Rittenhouse. That's the first count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum. Read the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Would you wish the jury pulled? Uh, Dramatic stuff. Uh, and you saw the reaction from Rittenhouse saying, you know, for all the people who said he was faking it when he was on the stand, there's no reason for him to fake it there. I mean, it's almost the exact same reaction you saw on the stand from uh, from earlier. Um, let me show you. Uh, this is uh, Rittenhouse um, reacting to the verdict. Um, can we watch a little of this? Uh, here he is again. And you see him really, you get the sense that he just has completely lost control. I mean, if you think about this, your whole life is at stake. Everything for the next, I mean, he's only 18 years old. He's got, you know, God willing, 80 years ahead of him. And was was it going to be 80 years in prison? (laughs) You know, Uh, all of that hitting him at the same time. Not to mention, you know, yes, the fact that he was acquitted is, is the right thing. But here's a, a person, a young person, who has gone through incredibly traumatic events. Someone who, you know, look, I, I know a lot of people, I live in Texas, so everybody I know has guns. Um, and I know a lot of people who are gun owners. And those people never, ever want to use their gun against an intruder, against someone threatening them. No one wants to go through this, even if you're completely justified and you know you made the right choice. You still don't want to go through that moment. I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. And that was all built up inside of him, and really his body just gave out in, in, in the midst of it all. Um, there was a lot of people who were rooting uh, against Kyle Rittenhouse. We'll get into them in a little while. They were very disappointed. 
However, outside the courthouse, there are a lot of people who are excited that Kyle is going to be going free, and this verdict seemed to go the right way. Watch. There you go. I mean, look, there had to be a part of you, if you cared about this story, that felt, you know, like finally, one of these things goes our way. And when I say our way, I mean the right way, frankly, you know, Uh, the way that uh, actual real justice for once. Sometimes that feels like it escapes. Um, this one, I, I don't feel like it does. I feel like, you know, we, we do have a little bit of justice here at the end of this. Now, as I've said many times, an acquittal is not enough. We've ruined this guy's life for a year. And, you know, the whole time they knew they were never going to convict this guy. Now, you might say, wait a minute, this has been in the news a lot and everyone knew that this was a very close case. It wasn't a close case. In fact, everyone on the prosecution and the state side of that case knew they had nothing. And you might think that that's a little bit shocking, but let me give you a little, um, a little flashback. This is from uh, September of 2020, after the charges are filed against Rittenhouse. If you were watching this show, I think you would have a really good idea how this thing turns out. Figure out a way to pull a first-degree murder charge out of your ass and please the mob, and then deal with all the consequences later. You realize that you're not going to get a conviction and that the riots will probably come later anyway when there's an acquittal, but at least you buy some time, and who knows what will happen by then. This is what they're doing in Kenosha with Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm not going to tell you that I think Rittenhouse is some hero, and I definitely would not want my 17-year-old in the middle of that craziness with or without a gun. But there is extensive video evidence that shows he was not the aggressor in these situations. They know he's not going to be convicted of these charges, but they're hoping with time and other news distracting everyone, they can avoid the worst of the riots. This is it. And now we'll see if that strategy has worked for Kenosha. You know, who knows what's going to happen tonight and over this weekend. Uh, Happening on a Friday, not necessarily the best outcome when you're going to pick a day. Um, But. There's a lot to learn here. We know the prosecution was terrible. That is part of the story, though. To be fair to them, what did they have to work with here? You had video telling the story uh, that totally disagreed with the charges you brought. And I think there's a real problem with our legal system when the prosecution does things that seem to only lead to them trying to win, not trying to find the truth, just doing anything to get a conviction. Uh, That's something that we've seen and have disagreed with before in previous cases, and we will continue to do so uh, here. Um, Look, he never should have been charged in the first place. It should have never got to this point. He should have never ruined his life for a year. This is an upsetting. He was going to have a tough enough time dealing with the idea that he killed three or two uh, very guilty people. Um, And even that one of them was a child rapist, it's still going to screw you up as a 17 or 18 year old. He would have had a tough enough time dealing with that on his own. To throw all this on top of him is totally, uh, totally wrong. Um, Thank God for the conservative journalists who uh, who stepped up in this case. Um, and, and, you know, we'll name our own Elijah Schaefer, uh, Richie McGinnis, Drew Hernandez. You saw them uh, during the trial. Uh, there were some others. But without that footage, Kyle Rittenhouse, I think, is in prison for God only knows how long, maybe the rest of his life. And that is 
something that you have to take into account. If it wasn't for people literally dodging bullets out there uh, in the middle of the night when all the people from CNN and MSNBC went home, they were there to make sure that the truth was told. And thank God they were. Um, And I will also say, you know, the right to defend yourself is not some little thing. You might say, oh, well, he shouldn't have been there. You know, maybe he shouldn't have been there. Maybe you can argue with that. I'm sure at this point he would love to take you up on the offer to not be there. But the bottom line here is you have the right to defend yourself, and it does not come from Kenosha. It does not come from Wisconsin. It does not come from Washington or even, as you heard in that clip, the Constitution. Yes, the Constitution is really, really important. But all the Constitution does is reiterate the truth that these rights come to you from God directly. They're not, the government has nothing to do with them. The government is just supposed to protect them, to make sure that you're able to uh, execute them when you, when you need to. And in this case, that's what Kyle Rittenhouse did. Of course, the left went nuts because they're all insane. These are insane people doing insane things. And they did not let you down. If you thought maybe, you know, maybe they saw these videos and they're going to change their mind. Uh, no, you still got the absolute craziness um, uh, that you'd expect from the left. And I will put these in order here. My quick order on least insane to most insane. So I'm going to start with Alyssa Milano. Least insane here. She just says effing not guilty. Now, you know, I mean, it's actually a factual statement. He was effing not guilty. So I'll give her a break on that one. Joanne Reed, who almost always is the most insane when we do these lists. Uh, This one, she says, in the Rittenhouse case, the 13th juror was the judge. Now, that's a completely insane thing. The judge had absolutely nothing to do with it. But, uh, you know, uh, it's just it's insane. It's just not as insane as some of these other ones. Mia Farrow. So anyone can come to a protest, just march down the middle of the street with a massive gun and kill people. Well, anyone in the situation Kyle Rittenhouse was in, which is not the situation you described, can do that. Yes, if someone is attacking you, if a child rapist is trying to grab your gun and attacking you uh, after they've told you that they're going to kill you, then yes, you can shoot them. If someone hits you in the head with a skateboard while you're on the ground, yeah, you can shoot them. If someone uh, jump kicks uh, you in the head while you're on the ground, yes, you can shoot them. If someone points a gun at you multiple times, Yeah, you can shoot them. It's true. Rosanna Arquette said murderer Kyle Rittenhouse is acquitted uh, and that's a crime in it of itself. I mean, it's not exactly the way she put it, but I will say again, he's not a murderer. Anyone, anyone who looked at this stuff would know this. Um, How about just Twitter in general trending right after the verdict white privilege? Now, what what white privilege are we talking about here? The white privilege of the people who got shot? This is not a racial case. It just happened. It's like saying like, uh, you know, a a murder that happens at a football uh, game is is somehow a football story. Now, the murder is a separate story. If you're if you're tailgating and you get into a fight and someone gets murdered, that's you know, you don't call the New Orleans Saints to the stand. That's not how this works. ACLU of Maryland says dangerous, disgusting, unacceptable white supremacy in Rittenhouse verdict. Again, these are all white people. I don't understand how this even happens. And Ida Bay Wells, in this country, you can even kill white people and get away with it if those white people are fighting for black lives. This is the legacy of 1619. And that, my friends, is how you masterfully work your priors 
into a completely unrelated matter. That is a masterpiece uh, right there. Um, look, you know, you know, f- f- Rosenbaum in particular was not even protesting for rights. He was a child molester that had just been released from prison after a suicide attempt and seemingly wanted to get killed. He was literally asking people to shoot him throughout the evening. That is not a, a person fighting for black lives. Unbelievable. What we see here, and I think the bigger issue than even Kyle Rittenhouse, because I'm happy for Kyle, uh, but the bigger issue here is this is we have a cultural thing going on. This is the rise of the intentional failure. At no point did the state believe they had a case here. They did not believe it. The prosecution, yeah, they did a bad job, but part of that was because they had no evidence on their side. They didn't believe that Kyle Rittenhouse was guilty. They didn't believe he should be in prison. They believed they didn't want their city to burn down. And that is the problem here. This is like terrorism. You know, these these protest groups are going around, burning down cities, destroying communities. And then at the end of the day saying, well, you know what? Um, Let's intimidate the jury. And what do these people do? When they're in, when they're in, uh, when if you're a district attorney or a prosecutor, they say, "Look, just throw the charges at him, and even if he gets off on him later, he's, I mean, we don't have anything here, but he'll get off later, and everything will be okay, and the city won't burn down." That's that's not enough. That is not enough. You can't make intentional errors like that and call them errors. You know, you feel like you can destroy a life, you can delay, 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 and maintain sort of this virtue signal that you have going on. Oh, well, we tried to hold him to account. I mean, of course, we tried to be on the right side of history, but the darn jury, the court stepped up this time. The jury stepped up this time and protected your God-given rights. And that's great for Kyle Rittenhouse this time. But what happens next time? Well, if you're trying to buy or sell a home in these times, uh, that can be challenging, particularly if you're in Kenosha. Not the best time to, for a new listing in Kenosha, I would think. Um, look, I just hope your home is standing by the end of the weekend. We'll see how that goes. Uh, if you want to buy or sell a home and you want to go through this process, it can be a little arduous, it can be a little intimidating. You don't know everything about the real estate market. You might not be a person who's done this a bunch of times, but you need someone who has realestateagentsitrust.com is a place to go to find that person. Glenn Beck, our, uh, our good friend, Glenn Beck, of course, started this company many years ago to make sure that people, regular people, can just get a good real estate agent. It's not a, it's not a uh, you know, you're pulling a name out of a hat here. You get someone who's already been screened and has gone through the entire process. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com now. Get yourself prepared for whatever transaction you may have coming up, uh, maybe whether it's over the holiday season or beyond. It's always great to have the best real estate agent at your disposal. And you can find that person at realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, let's just, let's just burn through this intro because I know she's dying to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. It's Sarah Gonzalez, host of the News and Why It Matters here on Blaze TV. Also, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered over on the YouTubes. And she's the proprietor of American Beauty by Sarah, which you can check out at American Beauty by Sarah, no H, dot com. Aw, thanks. Yeah, I even remember the no H. Yeah, because I H's are that. evil. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're unnecessary and pointless. Absolutely. Extra work. Um, Rittenhouse, just give me your 50,000 foot view. <gasps> 
I breathed many sighs of relief <laughs> after I heard the verdict. Yeah. Um, I cried along with Kyle. Mm. Uh, just like, watching him, you know, I, I was very obviously emotionally invested in this particular case. Um, there were so many important things at stake here as far as our right to self-defense, the devaluing that the left continues to do on private property and the idea that we don't have the right to protect private property that they would like to burn down. I mean, there were a lot of important uh, principles here at play, but I was viewing this just as a mom watching this 17-year-old navigate, I mean, he's 18 now, but the 17 at the time, 17-year-old navigate the law system, navigate, you know, going through all of these things. We saw him on the stand. He clearly had some form of PTSD reliving that moment. And there he was in this moment where his entire life could have been over uh, if the jury had come to the wrong conclusion. And he just stood there and you could see how terrified he was. And he just broke down and I broke down with him just as a mom thinking, you know, this this could have been my son. This could have happened to anyone's kids um, who decided to protect themselves. So, you know, I mm. just uh, it was it was emotional for me um, for many reasons, that being one of them. I'm just so glad I was getting worried when the jury took so long to deliberate. I mean, yeah. you gotta start thinking, what the hell do they have to talk about? Did they even watch the same trial as I did? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, being careful, it's a big trial, you could yeah. take a long time, but the, the attorney afterwards said it was the longest he's ever had uh, with deliberation after a trial, which is pretty amazing. I wanna go back to this, the, what you mentioned about being a mom, though, because I, I've mm -hmm. talked to a few, uh, my wife being one of them, but several others um, who are moms, and they all felt the same way you did. They all kind of saw their themselves or their their own kids in a situation like that, and that's that's pretty interesting. And the, the attorney said afterward that um, he they when they would try to do mock uh, juries and trials um, beforehand, he couldn't get through certain parts of it. Even then, even when it wasn't public, because he's really struggling. Yeah, yeah, well, and and I read too that he's actually undergoing counseling therapy yeah. uh, to treat PTSD. So, I mean, that's no surprise. But yeah, I think it's the same thing when you look at, you know, the case of Brett Kavanaugh. Um, he, a lot of moms, a lot of females stood up and said, this could happen, this could happen to my son. Yeah. My son could grow up and have done nothing wrong and this could still happen to my son. The things that are happening to men in this country right now are unfathomable. And as a mother of boys, I mean, that has to, even, I mean, in this case, it wasn't necessarily the male thing, but just as the mother of a child who could go through life um, doing something, doing things that are completely within their legal right, even so much as to just make sure that they don't die and get killed yeah. and have their name dragged through the mud by the president of the United States, have their name dragged through the mud by uh, places like CNN and uh, journalistic you know, uh, outlets that should know better. Um, I mean, it's just unfathomable. So I I'm just, I'm, I can't imagine how his mother feels today. How did you, did you have a moment when you heard the verdict where you thought, uh, maybe this restores a little bit of my faith in humanity? I mean, it's so easy to be s cynical on these things. Mm -hmm. and, and it does seem like, look, it, for all the problems that it has, our justice system eventually got it right here. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. I So I have a kind of an optimistic and a pessimistic take. So okay. I'll t I'll, I okay. will share that one with you first, the optimistic we one. We don't which usually is, allow optimism on this show, yeah, just so you know, but well, let's, we'll, we'll allow it, it in this you. case. Yeah. Okay, all right, I appreciate it. Um, I, I did feel like, okay, the rule of law won today, right? It is still alive somewhat 
in the United States of America, we did not let mob justice rule because that was the fear, right? You looked at these at these uh, jurors being intimidated by uh, George Floyd's cousin saying, basically, mm. we can dox you guys. We know where you live. You listen to the people outside the courtroom. Uh, the reports were that you could hear you could hear the protesters in the courthouse. So who knows what the jury actually heard from them? I mean, you had MSNBC people stalking their bus. This was a tough decision for them because you have to believe that they were thinking, I have no idea what's going to happen to me if I if I follow through on what I know to be correct and right and just. And so you had to wonder, um, were they going to let mob justice rule? And I think that it, it is a big win uh, when it comes to not allowing these rioters, not allowing these protesters to, uh, you know, force a force an opinion, force a verdict that is not just. Yeah, and, and I want to get your pessimistic take here in a second as well, but on the optimism for one second, yeah. you know, it, it really has been the courts lately, right? I mean, through COVID is another good example. Yes. All these restrictions, the vaccine mandates, mm -hmm. all these things keep getting shot down by the courts. All of the other stuff is pushing all this stuff through. Yeah. And the courts seem to be the only thing standing in the way of lunacy at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, and it is sad because you got to believe it's something is going to go to the wrong court at the right. wrong time yes. and not yeah. get the right verdict <laughs> just just by law of numbers. Mm -hmm. Right. But I mean, it, it has been the courts. You're right. Um, and I, that's great. It's a it's a great dose of optimism. Um, but it, can I get to let's the, go pessimism okay. time. Bring it to me. It's sad that it had to get to that point, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's sad that we have to, we know that these things are not right. We know that these things are not just, and yet Kyle Rittenhouse was tried anyway. Why was he tried? I don't know. There was, there was obviously no case against him. Why was he tried except to put some doubt, to sow some doubt in every gun owner's head that if they feel like they have to use their weapon, they may have to have their life completely turned upside down, even if at the end of the day, they don't have to go to prison for the rest of their lives. They're, I mean, your life is not normal for one single day after that point. Yeah. They will drag your name through the mud. Like I said, the president of the United States will call you things like a white supremacist with absolutely no evidence. Uh, they will completely turn your life upside down, even if you get this at the end of the day, you get the correct verdict through the court system. Yeah, you know, I remember when we took, uh, when I took the uh, concealed carry ca uh, class here in, uh, in Texas, yeah. that was one of the big parts of it that they focused on. You do not want to ever use right. this if you can avoid it in any way, because even if you are 100% justified, God forbid, you're in a position where you need to use your weapon and you shoot someone, it is going to be hell. Your life is going to be hell. It's going to cost you a fortune in legal fees. Um, it's going to turn your life upside down. I mean, no gun, no responsible gun owner ever wants this to happen, right. ever wants to be to use a weapon. And in a case like this, where you're getting the absolute Best case scenario for um, for prosecutors where they have video to look at this and say, OK, this obviously did not happen. We should not be charging him here. Um, you know, uh, uh, district attorney, all, all of these places in the system that this should have broken down and it didn't. And you're right. I mean, I, I think there's a legit case for pessimism there. Um, we, we talked a little bit about this off the air before, but it's like. If it was not for people like our own Elijah Schaefer, mm -hmm. like Drew Hernandez, mm -hmm. like Richie McGinnis, among others, who stood there 
in the path of literal gunfire yes. and kept their phones or cameras pointed in the right direction, this guy would be toast. I mean, he would be in prison and we would we would never hear from him again. 100%. And that's what I think is going to make Americans so nervous at the end of the day if they are in that situation. Uh, if you don't have the right independent journalists, you know, alternative media mm. following your every move, if you don't have the FBI drone footage, which let's let's face it, I guess the FBI is always watching us. These days. <laughs> yeah. But if the FBI doesn't decide to turn over the evidence, mm. uh, if you don't have that video evidence vindicating you, your life could be over in a split second because you chose to exercise uh, a right of yours. And it's just scary. Is Kyle Rittenhouse, does he go from where he is now? takes maybe a couple days to let all this process, mm -hmm. and then is he immediately on the phone with attorneys to sue all sorts of media companies? Because, I mean, it seems like what has happened to him in the media is in some ways worse than what happened to him in the criminal justice system. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think, yes, um, if I'm Kyle Rittenhouse, if I'm Kyle Rittenhouse's mother, absolutely. I'm mm -hmm. saying you, you, all of you out there will pay for what you have said about my son with absolutely no evidence. It's irresponsible. We saw the same thing happen with Nick Sandman. And uh, really, it, an important principle, an important distinction needs to be made with all of these journalists. I call them journalists. They're not, but they call themselves journalists, mm -hmm. right? Reporters. An important distinction needs to be made to them that you cannot continue to do this, to call these people murderers, white supremacists, all of these names uh, defame their character with absolutely no evidence. You cannot continue to do that. I, I really, really hope that I hope Kyle Rittenhouse hires new lawyers because I was not a fan of the lawyers that he had uh, in this particular case. But I do hope that he I think that he will be successful if if he sues the pants out of all of them. I mean, you played a clip. I was on your show uh, yesterday. And you played a clip of a guy getting lying four times in 15 seconds. I don't remember what his name was on CNN. Bakari Sellers. Oh, Bakari yeah. Sellers. Yeah. And, you know, that maybe, maybe <laughs> is excusable in August of 2020. Right. Maybe, maybe. And I still think no, but maybe. In, in November of 2021, it's incomprehensible. He got all these facts wrong. He doesn't know anything about the story. What the hell is he doing on TV talking about it? Well, and par but part of me wonders, does he know the facts of the story? Is he doing this intentionally? Are they doing this yeah. intentionally to paint this narrative? Because you have to you have to know, even if he didn't know all of the facts of the story, you would know enough to know when to not speak. Right. If you're a reporter, if yeah. you're a journalist, if you're a commentator, I'm not going to come on here and talk about some obscure court case that I've never talked about or read about or anything like that with mm -hmm. you, right? I'm right. going to know. Right. So I just think that I wonder, with some, at least with some of them, I feel like it's intentional. They love the race game. They love the identity politics game. They feed into it all the time. All it's the time. all about ratings for them. And I hope that they pay the price for and that. Some of the reaction even after the verdict is yes. absolutely mind bending. Uh, before you go, a couple other things I yeah. want to hit with you. Um, one, we talked, we mentioned your beauty line, yes. which is, uh, you know, active now. You can get yeah. it now. Yeah. As a small business person dealing with this world of, of supply chain issues, what has that been like for you? Has, has it affected you? Oh, absolutely. A nightmare. <laughs> and, and, and I think that, that that is an important point to make is that you can even be, I mean, my products are made in the USA mm -hmm. and it's still affecting us. Really? So yeah, because we've got the trucker shortage. We've got, um, I mean, people get their materials oftentimes from other places. Maybe it's not China, but it's another place that obviously has to be brought in here, um, you know, all the way down to the paper, the labels, I mean, it affects 
everything. And of course, you saw me. I was on the phone when I first came in here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was on the phone with. Is that what that was about? That was what that was about. <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. They did not make their due date. Ah. So fun. it's. But that's what we're dealing with all the time, mm-hmm. and you've just got to constantly be on people. But at the same time. I understand what they're dealing with, so how hard can you beat them up on something that none of us can control? I think everybody kind of understands how weird this is right now, and and you try to do your best, but you also, you know, people have businesses to run, they need this stuff. Um, Okay, and uh, last thing, uh, we are apparently in a merch battle. Yes! Yes, I, I and I'm going to win. It does seem I'm like determined. you're going to win already. I'm determined. You're, I, from what I understand, you're off to a huge lead. Yeah. Um, this is disturbing to me. <laughs> um, I mean, I just feel like, I mean, I want to at least get in there in second place. I don't know where I am right now. You can't let the lady win, can no. you? No, that's right. This is a conservative <laughs> network. Women aren't supposed to even be heard from. What are you even doing on the air, Sarah Gonzalez? I need to get into the kitchen. <laughs> I gotta okay, go. on this show. Stu20 is your code. That's fair. All right. Uh, check it out. StuDoesMerch.com will bring us. But you can go to uh, any of the pages and check out all the merch. And you can buy with uh, News20 if you'd like as well. We, oh, we appreciate nice. all of the purchases here. Uh, and they're great stuff. And we'll be, I'd order soon because Christmas yes. isn't that far away. But uh, they do still have time now. I did check yesterday. Okay, good. There is still time. They should get it in time for Christmas. Yeah, I'd get going, but you still have yeah. some time. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez, uh, be sure to catch her hosting the News and Why It Matters right here on Blaze TV. Go to subscribe to Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube immediately. If you don't, I mean, you're just nuts. And, of course, <laughs> American Beauty by Sarah.com. No H on Sarah. Right now, stock up on her beautiful makeup collection. Sarah, thanks so much. Thank you. Make sure you go to our Facebook page and find the place where you can make us one of your favorite pages. That way you'll see more of our comment uh, content and you can comment on the show uh, whenever you like. Uh, Melissa writes, there's no excuse. The trial is available for everyone to watch. And the fact that there is still people spewing the stupid talking points of cross state lines and illegally carrying is too pathetically ignorant to be corrected, even if you force them to watch the trial. It's true. I, I guess we got to keep doing this, uh, first of all, or I have nothing else to do with my, my evenings. Uh, but other than that, if, no, if we're not correcting them, if we're not correcting the record, nobody will. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us and doing so online. By the way, you can watch all the shows on YouTube, youtube.com slash America. Go there, click subscribe, click the bell, do all the things. You can comment during the show as well. William writes, smoking the left into the ashtray. Get him, Stu. <gasps> is that a threat? Oh, my gosh. Is that a threat? Dun, dun, dun. I don't think so. Um, okay. And you can listen to the show on podcast. It's available for audio. You can get all the show's content without having to look at me, which is a great option for so many people that you know, really pointed out to me almost daily. It's a little hurtful, but five stars is the appropriate number of stars when you go there and you rate and review the podcast as well as subscribe. Please do that. It's so important uh, for us to be able to do this show and uh, allow them to keep us on the air. So check it out. Uh, this one comes in perfect. So, ga- so glad Glenn found you. I mean, really, I found Glenn. I'm really the responsible one uh, there, but uh, check it out. And remember, when you give us a good review on podcast, you're not only helping our podcast, but you're hurting others. And that's the most important thing. Time to bring in uh, uh, someone you you know very well, someone who's been around for a very, very long time. Welcome to the program, Benjamin Franklin. Hello, Stu. <laughs> I mean, how are you? Jeffy, I never realized before today how much you look like Benjamin Franklin. That was a Pat Gray unleashed call. Uh, you know, we were sitting there with the hair, and I 
you know, just I've been letting it grow. We talked about it the yeah. last time I was letting it grow for the fundraiser for OUR. And uh, we were there one morning and Pat, you know, you look like Ben Franklin. <laughs> and so I put and a couple of couple of a uh, couple of dress wears on and a little fashion. You look very nice. Breath. Thank you. Yes. Thank uh, you. And, I'm, and Benjamin Franklin, um, my favorite fa- founding father. Oh. And the reason is, uh, number one, wasn't president. He wasn't a politician. I mean, he was as smart as all these guys. He was I can't just say as how many times I said, Ben, Ben, mm-hmm. run. I was like, dude, dude. I'm partying here in France. Exactly. Leave me alone. He wasn't president. He was an entrepreneur, an inventor, obviously did, you know, with electricity, did more than any anyone else. Basically, you're his, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, and he kind of lived the rock and roll lifestyle a little bit. You That's know what right. I mean? It makes it kind of fun. That's right. And, and anti-slavery when it was not cool. And, uh, you know, the little opium every yeah. now and then with some girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, he, okay, uh, he, you know, he stayed. He, look. The boat rides back and forth are bad enough, but when the gout flares up, yeah. it makes the boat ride even longer. So <laughs> we're staying here. Very, very true. Well, if I could transition from talking to Ben Franklin to Jeffy Fisher here okay. for a second, yeah. host of Chewing the Fat, the podcast, of course. Uh, make sure you do not miss it. Um, I want to go through reset here on Rittenhouse and get your take on it. Here are the five counts. Uh, count one, which was first degree reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, uh, not guilty. Uh, first degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon, not guilty. First degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous uh, weapon, against the jump kick guy, uh, not guilty. First degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon against Anthony Huber, not guilty. And attempted first degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon against Gage Grosskreis, not guilty. Awesome. I mean, it's the right verdict, a- right? Absolutely. Were is. you surprised it actually came out correctly? I was surprised it took this long, mm. right? It made me nervous that uh, it took this long. And one of the things that I happened to think that, you know, maybe it won't turn out the way it should mm. is because they weren't sequestered. Uh, That's I, I, weird. I was kind of okay with them not being sequestered, you know, during the trial. But when they went into deliberations, I thought, maybe I ought to lock them down. Let's not let people let's do what they're supposed to do. Because does, does anyone believe that they were going home and not going on their phones or their computers or watching TV about this trial. Well, I, I mean, I like to, I'd like to think that maybe some of them did it, but right. I, I don't you know. As a, I have actually been a juror. Mm, which is incredible. And the, and the judge person, by many of them. And a four-person. <laughs> really? That's mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's actually true. And you, you do, you try to, you know, you try, you, you're in it, right? Mm-hmm. Once you're in it, you're in it. That's, mm-hmm. Quote, you can quote me on that. I will. Uh, and so, you know, you, you do try to do that. I think it would be very difficult not being sequestered. Yeah. Going home and, and not having anything about it anywhere because it's pretty much everywhere. Of course. I, is it possible that they just misjudged how big of a deal this trial was. I mean, they yeah, knew it was going to be possible, but they knew it was going to be in the news. But I mean, it really has captured the attention of the entire yeah, nation over the past couple of sure weeks. Has. And it was it was uh, it was good to see that the jury, you know, buckled down and said, you know, we're going to do the right thing hmm. and not guilty. You, uh, Jeff Fisher, not Ben Franklin, famously have uh, carried around in your wallet <laughs> <laughs> a card. <laughs> I should have brought it. I, uh, I don't know. My you still have it. it. Oh, yes. And you got oh, it from a, uh, an, an attorney in, in Tampa. And what yeah. does it say, basically? It tells you what to do if you were 
pulled over by the police. Mm -hmm. you know, are you, if you're, am I being arrested? No. Well, then I'm out. Have a nice day. Take care. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't answer any questions. Nothing. And we've always joked about this because of the fact that I assume you're guilty of almost all crimes that are on the books. You know, and, and, uh, and that's that's throughout society, though. Yeah. I mean, how many television shows do we watch where people who want to follow the law, like you have a warrant? Mm -hmm. And the cops, well, we, no, we don't. We could go get one, but if we go get one, that makes you look guilty. So, <laughs> go get a warrant. Yeah. But on TV, you're made to look like the bad person if you want the police to follow procedure. Yeah, and it's, I, it does, I think, mislead the public a little bit in that in, in, when you're watching a show about a trial, a crime committed, they try to solve it, then there's a trial, and you're, you're jamming that into an hour, you don't have time for the proper right. process in telling that right. story. And I understand that. And I, I understand that. that. However, in real life, you have, to, you have to protect yourself from this stuff. You because have to. What, what would have happened in this case, Jeffy, if, if these cameras were not there? Oh, that's a good it's a good question. There, I don't he'd be know. toast. I mean, he would be in prison I mean, for the next 50 years. You hope that the judge who seemed to do a pretty good, pretty good job, job, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. uh, you know, would still do a pretty good job without the cameras there. Yeah. I, but I mean, you know, you, then you'd have his, you know, word. I mean, the word of Gage Gross. Now, who knows? Maybe in reality, he still says he was pointing a gun <laughs> at Kyle Rittenhouse <laughs> when he gets shot. But I got, I got to think. Without that video, he's probably not admitting that. And then you're at a right. situation where uh, who knows what happens. And I think, you know, we are in that uh, world where everything is caught on video. And in this case, it was very good. Yeah. But it's a, it's a weird world. And, I don't, you know, the, the voice of the innocent uh, is not that you'd know anything about it. But uh, <laughs> the voice of the innocent is really something that could be uh, drown out. Well, I mean, it does feel like, you know, hey, it's a, it was a great thing, and, and I know it was one case, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we've got a lot of things that uh, are going on in the country and the world that, uh, you know, shows just how doomed many think we are. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, it does feel like the good guys won. Yeah. We got one. Yeah. Okay, thank you. It does, good. I mean, again, like, it's tough because, uh, I want to be positive, but I just like Sarah before. She, yeah, I know. Do you? She dragged us down as well. <laughs> uh, and it's hard not to. I mean, it feels like this stuff is, 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 is piling up. I know. And look, your, your, your right to self-defense does not come from Kenosha. It doesn't come from the police. It comes from God. It's yours. It also comes from my canes, too. And it comes... From Ben Franklin's cane. <laughs> Before you go, I want to go a little bit more on uh, the fundraiser because you've been doing this for a while. Oh yeah, we've been doing it for about a month. Away, uh, and I've you know obviously been letting my the hair, hair has grow been for growing a lot longer. Through. Yeah, I just decided. Well, you know, I might as well if I'm going to cut it. Mm -hmm. I might as well do it for a good cause, which yes. is why I started with the OUR uh, fundraiser. It takes about six thousand dollars to turn around a rescued slave's life. You know, amazingly, they rescue uh, a human slave, and then they don't just kick him to the curb. Right. Okay, good luck. <laughs> You're free now. They help him out a little bit. Yeah. You know, so it takes about $6,000 for uh, education and uh, travel, attorney, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do at least a year, you know, raise about 6000 We've raised somewhere between seven and ten thousand dollars so we're gonna awesome. you know it's enough for one and uh because of that i'm gonna you know shave my head and uh you can watch it live on my instagram and facebook page jeff fisher radio 
And, uh, you know, I want to post it on my YouTube page, too, the Chewing the Fat YouTube page as well. Got to do so that. Have a little, yeah, we'll have a little fun. And then it's, then it's back to uh, no more Ben. A lot of people have been commenting that I need to stay as Ben. You know, and it just works become for you. the maybe, you know, I let it grow back out again and just become the, you know, the Mercury One Ben Franklin. We've got a charity here. I mean, I, I got to assume there's some role for you uh, over there. Uh, there's got to be. There has to be. There has right. to be. Um, so people can go to your Facebook page, your YouTube page, everywhere, and check uh, check this out. You're going to do it live, which is going to be hilarious. I am going to do it live on the Instagram and Facebook page. Next yes. week, will you come back on and give us the post shaved head look? Yes, yeah. I want to see this. Yeah, I want to see it before ben and after. Look, yeah. So let's get a before and after, bef- the before Jeffy S. Ben Franklin, and let's see how this all turns out next okay. week. Um, <laughs> Hair's getting long. Yeah, it is, man. It's got to go. It, it is. Don't forget to check out uh, Chew in the Fat. It is a podcast right here, of course, on, uh, as part of The Blaze. Uh, you can subscribe and uh, rate and review it wherever you can. Uh, we always appreciate you doing that. And, uh, I mean, also, uh, where can people donate? Uh, it's, uh, you can, the link is up uh, in my bios okay. on uh, Twitter at JeffyJFR and Instagram and Facebook, of course, is Jeff Fisher Radio. Or, I mean, you can go to our.org and see what good work they do and then... Go to the donate page and then go to the fundraiser page yeah. and then find my fundraiser. Or you just click on the link that I provide. Go to the link. And, of course, I, you know, I asked that for the audience. I, as someone who's already donated. Well, thank you. I didn't, uh, I, thank I didn't you need much. to know. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, realize d- you were one of the donors. Anonymous. I know, yes, there yeah. were several anonymous donors. Must so, have been me. Yeah. One of them. Whichever the big one. You know the big one? Yes. That was me. That was me. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> Check I appreciate it. Out. it. Uh, at uh, Chew in the Fat, uh, the podcast, of course, and uh, everywhere uh, Jeffy is on social media. Jeffy, Ben Franklin, thanks for coming on. Do you have a conservative in your life uh, that uh, might need some Christmas merch? Well, we are in a merch war right now. There's a merch war going on at Blaze TV. Make sure to use my code, my code only, Stu20. That's 20% off all of our merch, including the Santifa Claus sweatshirt that you see right there featured. And I think you will uh, absolutely like it. It's a combination of Santa Claus and Antifa. Who wouldn't love uh, such a character, Santifa Claus, available now? You can also get these uh, cards. Now, you want to send a Christmas card to someone. Sure, you can send them any boring Christmas card. But this one, uh, someone you love, says Taliban Joe Biden winning the award for the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Yes, he won. And we also have these. These are really more for your enemies. These right here, you can send them to anyone, like let's say a school board member who uh, won't let your kid go to school without a mask on. And you can just let them know, hey, you're doing life wrong with a nice little holiday display. I like to write these out myself. And today's I'd like to write to Kamala Harris. Dear Kamala, I was so happy to hear that you would be taking over the presidential powers today while President Biden underwent his colonoscopy, the camera up his ass. It must have been an intimidating prospect, you know, the camera up his ass part of it, intimidating for Joe, but also intimidating for you. Even a routine procedure like that can be dangerous for men over 147 years old. And don't let your record-breaking low approval ratings deter you. The great thing about being at rock bottom is there's nowhere to go but up. Get it? Butt up. (laughs) You know, the camera. (laughs) Anyway, Kamala, I know it's hard to say no to an old man as he's sickly going into the hospital, but next time, consider turning him down 
because as terrible as the president is, I still think Joe Biden's ass would be a better president than you. Yours in Christmas re-education training, Stu.